0: Hey guys, and welcome to our brand new podcast, What's the Goss? My name's Mally, and I'll be co-hosting this podcast with my best friend, Sadie, and we're really excited to give you the rundown on
1: everything trending, uh, answer all of your dilemmas, relatable advice, and we just really want to be your one-stop shop for any everything you need to know.
0: Okay, so we're going to jump right into it. No messing around on here. So Sadie, what is the question of the week this week?
1: Could you date someone who had a significant age difference compared to you? 10 plus years.
0: Just a quick disclaimer before we get into it. If you are struggling with any serious topics, please seek professional help. Take everything we say in this episode with a pinch of salt. We are not professionals and not everything is fact-checked. Oh my God, this one's so juicy. I don't know why. I just have such an opinion about this. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I feel like we need to dissect it. So 10 plus years. So obviously now this is like based on the fact that they're over 18 because you can't have a 10 plus year age gap like 8 and 18 no, that would be ridiculous i agree so we're going to assume like what age do we are we just assuming it could be like 20 and 30 i think 20 and 30 is a good one because we are both 20 if you guys didn't know yeah so it's it's relatable and i feel like we can really put ourselves in the shoes of this dilemma well question of the week i should say so yeah. for me um well obviously if you didn't know me and Sadie are both in relationships in long term relationships and Sadie there's not an age gap between you and your boyfriend is there no there's literally like eight months he's eight months older than me but same school year same everything so yeah I... and with and with me and my boyfriend there's literally like a two-year age gap so I'm 20 he's mm. 22 so it's not an age gap at all like we all like Sadie lives with her boyfriend I live with mine it's there's really not an age gap in terms of like how in maturity or anything like that yeah. so yeah I think it really just depends. But yeah, if we're going off 20 and 30, what do you think about that?
1: Okay, so for me, I have quite strong opinions on this. Only because I feel like I've had friends in the past who have dated older and then be kind of like confused why things go wrong. And now I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm not saying it's their fault at all. Uh, but the kind of the horror stories that I have heard from this, it is quite extreme like I've heard yeah. uh, one of my friends for example, um, she dated a guy who was about six years older and this is obviously we're talking about a ten year age gap now mm. um, and like the like gaslighting and like the manipulation that went on in that relationship and just the fact that you're kind of in two massively different stages to your life because yes. when I think to myself what when I picture what my life is going to look like when I'm 30 you know, I would ideally like to be married ideally like to have like a a child or two um so when I think about myself at 20 that's the complete opposite to what I want right now and I can't I couldn't like Mm. being with somebody who is wanting that at this stage because I just wouldn't be able to yeah and one oh, thing which nice. really it kind of icks me out about this is when I think of myself at 10 this person would have already been <laughs> 20 and I feel like yeah. 10 now like we could really like that. agree with that like I yeah it's just a massive age gap like just going into secondary
0: yeah. school that's just yeah crazy not I even know. that but you're also from other you're from different generations like you have yes. grown up with the same things my main sort of opinion on it is I think do whatever makes you happy but when there's a big age gap like that I think you're either going to have to be very very mature or they're going to have to be very like young for their age like if you're genuinely like the average 20 or 30 year old Mm -hmm. it's not going to work because in my well it it might work for you but in in my opinion you know basically I, I just think yeah you're at different points in life you know in your 20s you're probably in university or you're working at a first job or first career and the 30 year old is gonna surely have a fully fledged career at this point probably and you know be waiting to have children maybe have their own house probably have like a nice car more money in the bank I don't know that's just my assumption but I just feel like you're on very different wavelengths what is the max age age then that you would date older like for me personally Mm
1: -hmm. obviously if I was single I think maximum five years I can't imagine being with somebody older than like five years five years older than me for me it just seems a bit I don't know like yeah well, I agree someone with like their friends their
0: family might be judgmental you know it, yeah I think five years for me is the max what do you what about exactly. you, exactly well I've had um relationships with age gaps in the past when I was younger like I have dated like people a couple of years older than me in school and things like that um and to be honest their friends were always really judgmental of it it was always taking the piss like oh your girlfriend's younger than you and this and that like it was just really awkward and to be honest I wouldn't recommend it personally because they are at such a different stage to you at that age yeah me personally I think the maximum age gap would probably be yeah I would say five years to be honest I think there's enough scope in that and also they say that like the front portal what do they say like the front of your brain or the brain? yeah the frontal like frontal lobe
1: frontal lobe
0: something like that that basically doesn't develop fully until you're 25 so yeah anything after that you genuinely don't have the same brain development okay so this kind of brings us into i have been told our first dilemma
1: yeah. Um this week. So um the way in which we've gathered these is uh we actually have our own email which is what's the goss at gmail.com. and uh, we encourage you guys if you have anything which you want to talk about, anything which when you get off your chest or just anything for life advice in general, send it over. Um you have a chance to be obviously featured. Everything is totally anonymous and we've had a few yeah. responses through. Um I think Mali's seen some and I've seen some. <laughs> so we're kind of going into this
0: blind a little bit. So yeah. Um, I've, I've got, got a very juicy one. dilemma, guys.
1: Okay, good. I'm excited. <laughs> okay,
0: right. So thank you for sending this in. Um, right. So this is what it says. Okay. So it says, "Hey girls, brace yourselves for this rollercoaster of drama. My best friend, who I've known for years, has recently secretly dating. Has recently been secretly dating my ex-boyfriend behind my back. We were together for ten years, engaged, and even had a house together. It was a fairy tale to a nightmare when I discovered he cheated on me." During a period of overlap between our breakup and their relationship. But here's where it gets really messy. His mum, who used to be like a second mum to me, was fully aware of the cheating and even encouraged their relationship.
1: Oh, God. God, no! That—that's one thing I couldn't do. I feel like
0: families in general, from like your significant other, it's a—it's a tricky slope as it is. She carries on. She says, "When we broke up, he moved back into his family home, and his mum knew my best friend was coming around to see him weekly and didn't tell me. <gasps> I feel utterly betrayed and hurt. On one hand, I want to confront my best friend and ex, and even his mum about their actions, pouring out all my emotions and demanding answers off them. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to cause a drama." then she goes on to say <laughs> honestly, i say i kind of relate to this like this would be me <laughs> i want to get my revenge <laughs> he has an older brother let's call him marcus who i've always thought was attractive but he had a long term girlfriend and was living abroad they've recently split up and he's moved back to the family home as well before i met my ex i actually matched with his brother on tinder which we kn- oh, sorry which we which my ex knows and we used to joke about i can't help wishing i had stuck with his brother and dated him instead he's Uh, a really nice guy and we got on really well we never slept together or anything like that we just had several messages exchanged on tinder obviously before my ex me and my ex had met it's never been awkward between us and we've always got on especially because not long after i met my ex he got into a long-term relationship and obviously we were only friendly in a brother and sister-in-law manner I didn't see that much of him as he moved abroad a year into me and my ex's relationship. Do I take the leap and message his brother and gather the courage to confront my ex head-on, risking a potentially explosive situation that involves his own mum, or should I focus on healing myself and gradually distance myself from this tangled mess? (gasps) I need your guidance. I'm desperate. Oh my god that is (laughs) a bloody handful jesus okay right oh my god right i feel like this girl needs serious help and serious advice from us no i agree because imagine that though like obviously in case
1: anybody doesn't know the relationship i'm in currently it's seven years like that's a a long time yeah like what i'm imagining obviously in this 10-year relationship i don't massively know what her relationship with her obviously like mother-in-law her partner's mum was like originally Mm. but at that point you are kind of like a member of the family like the amount of time that you spend with this person you can't not have family in the equation so to not only be betrayed by your best friend and obviously your
0: partner having that it's just like it's like the cherry on top that's that's just ridiculous I assume that's what they're saying I mean obviously the mum knows that they're dating but did she know about the overlap I assume so because it was in her own home it, yeah. it would well i don't know they they broke up and then he moved back in with his mum but like at what stage did he move back in i don't know if he yeah, was after or, the breakup or and what contact or... did you have like in between yeah. like it's just uh, for me i think so obviously the mum in law has betrayed you i think you've got to cut ties there you can't And also, do you know what I've just clocked as well? Mm. If she's going to start dating the brother, then that's going to be her mother-in-law again. Oh, no. Oh, don't (laughs) even say that. I think we should stay away from that family, to be honest. Right. I feel like... I feel like the
1: brother-in-law is kind of like a separate entity in this whole situation. I feel like yeah, you need to I kind of face so. what's happened like head on before we even think about this brother-in-law. Like yeah. okay. obviously, if you say you've kind of had like a like a close relationship in the past, I know it could kind of be tempting to go back to like familiar situations, especially when you've been hurt so much by this whole this whole scenario. Um, but yeah. I feel like you definitely need to deal with this head on, first of all. Don't think about the brother-in-law. Like you need to. For me, I would be tempted to confront um the mum how, how would you do it though would you do it in like a calming situation oh, or I don't really know because obviously if you're, if by you're in like no contact scenario right now how would you even contact them would you go over there yeah schedule a meeting I feel like door. you need to have a sit down <laughs> I feel like you really do need to have a sit down with this this whole thing yeah but then also your best friend like you're in contact with your best friend clearly you haven't said ex-best friend so would yeah, That's true, the true. Best friend, Because I feel like,
0: out of this whole thing, the best friend, I feel like, is the biggest betrayal. I think my question is, firstly, we need some more info on this girl. Like, how long have they been seeing each other behind your back? And how long have you been friends with this girl? Because if you've just been friends with her a couple of months, then the betrayal is the boyfriend. But if you've been friends with this girl for as long as you've been with your boy- your ex-boyfriend 10 years... Yeah then you know it, it's a whole different situation so I'm going to assume that you've been friends a while uh um, yeah like at least a year I would say yeah I'm going to assume you've been fr- like to be honest like even if I was friends with someone for like a month and they started seeing my boyfriend behind my back I yeah. would be raging I would literally feel as if they'd used me to get into my boyfriend's life yeah I totally like, excuse me who do you think you are yeah like they're out to get you that is that seriously what this is I think she's clearly jealous of you and she's decided just to take over your whole life. And I don't know what the mum in law what her problem is. You were literally engaged with the house and she's happily happily just witnessed her son like just fully wreck his own his own life. This mm. girl's just come in and being a home wrecker, like I really hope they've got something very special and they're together until the day they die because otherwise, what was the point in this mess? Like, realistically, they're probably going to break up in, like, two months. Yeah. And for what? Like, you've just wasted a 10-year relationship over that. I just, yeah. oh, oh, my God. I couldn't deal with that, honestly. I'd feel so betrayed. She's been betrayed by everyone. So I think the advice there is confront them, have a sit-down chat with them, say, look, how long has this been going on? Why, why have you been doing this behind my back? Obviously, you and your ex have broken up because of this, but you know does the does I'm assuming everybody knows mm-hmm. this has happened because you said you've broken up and he's moved back in with his mum. so yeah. obviously so I feel like- your friend knows and he knows everyone knows the situation it's just a case of navigating and getting your answers and I think you need those answers to heal and move on to be honest because I couldn't move on and close the book without those answers yeah. in terms of the brother honestly I think you've just said that he you know you had a bit of a spark with him before you spoke to him on tinder before you met your ex etc he's a bit older he might be a bit more mature you know at the end of the day he you've just said he's just come out of a long-term relationship he might just be looking for a rebound do you really want to make your ex's brother a rebound like at the end of the day i think you should just it's just going to get messier and messier yeah. there's seven billion people in the world you know i don't yeah. think you need to go for your ex's brother as and much I as this, he might be yeah. lovely I just I don't know I just don't think that's a wise idea and you just don't want to be involved with the mum-in-law again she's betrayed yeah. you once like what's to say she won't do it again I just don't think you want to be involved in that and like you said he's literally living with his mum and his brother then isn't he and basically your best friend's going around sleeping with your ex while his brother's in the house probably so what are you yeah. like joining in is it awesome like what's going yeah. on yeah no, I
1: totally agree. Um, I think that when you do have this talk, I think it's very important to get the two of them there so you can actually get the facts straight. So I feel like if you did it individually, first of all, with your best friend and then with this ex, yeah, the facts are going to get misconstrued. Um, but yeah. also, I think that there's something to be said about coming out with this um whole situation with your head held high, not doing anything like obviously sleeping with this, like this brother, Um, because... Yeah, be the bigger the person. ...the whole situation, you know, like be the bigger person they're going to remember you for that they don't want to remember you with you know this image of revenge i think it is very important for you to just come out of this situation heal for yourself um but also just let them know they have really hurt you like this this is not okay um and i think you should honestly just cut ties with the both of them like no contact i don't think it you should go ahead with this whole situation any longer
0: like the mic was covered at the start
1: oh it's so sensitive literally okay
0: so I feel like this next
1: one, um, which I'm going to read out, I feel like it's really difficult. Like, this is such a difficult situation to be in. I really feel for this, uh, this viewer. Okay, so, hey, ladies, I need your advice on a tricky situation. So I've been dating this guy for a while, and he's great in so many ways. We connect on an emotional level, have common interests, and genuinely enjoy each other's company. However, there's one thing that's been bothering me. He's still friends with his ex ooh, and oh. they're still hanging out quite often. I trust him but I can't help feeling a bit uncomfortable about this. Should I express my concerns to him or should I try to be more understanding and let him maintain that friendship? I don't want to come off as insecure but it's hard to ignore these feelings. What would you do in a situation like this? Oh god, Okay. okay. Okay, so um, I feel like I'm going to give advice on this but I feel like me personally i don't know if i necessarily take it as an individual um, so and yeah, try right. and be like as honest as possible as to what i would do in the situation so i feel like it's so easy for us to be like you know do just this. let them maintain their friendship you know oh, like no. it's fine it depends on like you know it yeah. depends how they ended it how long ago it was i get no. that I'm but sorry, me personally i couldn't help but feeling insecure about this yes, i don't yes. know if i'd be able to do it it just yes. it does depend on how long the relationship was um, and, like, speaking of somebody who's in, like, a seven-year relationship, and obviously he doesn't have many exes because we met when we were 13, I just couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine him
0: being friends with, like, an ex, especially a recent one. Yeah. So Well, you know what? Honestly, I'm not taking the moral high ground on this. I'm, yeah. My opinion is... And we're all thinking it, okay?
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: basically, what the hell's going on? Why is he yeah. friends with his ex? Like, firstly, did you get into a relationship with him knowing he was friends with his ex? Because... Honestly, that, sorry, but this is just a really good quote that I heard once. and It was like, your dad doesn't have a girl best friend, though. And it's oh, that's facts, so true. Literally just facts. Like, your dad does not have a girl best friend. And do you know why that is? Because your mum literally made him cut them off if they had one. I agree. I just don't think there's a happy relationship where there's a girl best friend involved. Like, I don't I need agree. that. I don't need that. Unless you're literally, like, cousins or you literally grew up together. And even then, I'd still be suspicious. But... I don't know I'm just a bit toxic like that but for me my boyfriend Mm -hmm. wouldn't be having a girl best friend I'm sorry but yeah I I, I don't he doesn't need a girl best friend he's got me I'm his best friend that's so true I feel like you should have (laughs) your best friends with the person
1: you're in a relationship with but do you think those rules would still apply for you to have a boy best friend taking out the ex situation Yeah. yeah fair
0: I think I think it works both ways I'm not like you know a hypocrite when it comes to things like I I wouldn't have a boy best friend either I don't think there's any place for that in a relationship maybe that's immature of me to think but in just previous experiences I just for me and and you, you even hear it when you watch Love Island and things they'll always say like I've never had a best friend that's like the opposite gender that has like not made a move fancied me or like yes. made a move yeah it's, the,
1: just, it's such a slippery slope like I feel like these boys they just don't know boundaries yeah. they'll say you know they're the best friend and then one day they'll message you saying oh we need to have a talk let alone the fact that we're talking about like an ex who's not your girl best oh, friend yeah. that brings a whole different ball game into this and yeah. again it is so easy for somebody to read this like who maybe isn't in a relationship or doesn't have exes and yeah. say oh you know I think it will be fine but what, until you're actually put in that situation I feel like you don't know what it's like because clearly this girl has suspicions about this. And you've also got to remember what's this ex's agenda. Like obviously they have been romantic before. What's
0: stopping them from being, you know yeah exactly I think that's the problem as well with the next an ex being mm. the girl best friend. yeah, I, mean, I don't know if they're best friends, but they're friends and like yeah he, she said like you know, it's obviously a big enough friendship for it to be causing a problem. like she's feeling insecure about it. she's yeah. it's bothering her and he's being distant and everything. so
1: so what's the advice on this one? I feel like it would be so difficult to tell your boyfriend, no, you just can't speak to this person like, you know, I feel like it's very important for you to just kind of express how uncomfortable this makes you. Yeah. Because... I feel like he, he, at the moment, he clearly doesn't see anything wrong with this. No.
0: Um, why did so they break again, up in the first place? How long have they question? been dating as yeah. well? Because it says, I've been dating this guy for a while. I mean, to be fair, if he's been friends with a girl for like 10 years and then you yeah, start no. dating, you can't really just be like, cut her off. Definitely. I feel like you're not in the position, depending on how long you've been in the relationship, to be giving that kind of energy Definitely. and just giving yeah. that kind of like cut her off vibes. So I don't know, I I think look I don't think expressing it's going to come off as insecure I think you should genuinely just say look it does make me a little bit uncomfortable I just want a bit of reassurance because at the end of the day like and also you know at the end of the day she is your ex you have had like a romantic relationship before and I just don't trust what her like incentive is in this as well as that it's just like you know, I, I just don't think I just don't think it would be insecure to be feeling like that at all. But at the same no. time, you don't want to push him away with like being a bit too over the top about things. I think if anything, he'd have a lot more respect for you, and he'd want to cut her off if you go about it in the right way. Yeah, it I depends. Think there's definitely something to be said about his reaction
1: to this whole situation. Like what you were saying, how he reacts is going to be important. You know, yeah. if you come up to him and say, you know, I'm quite uncomfortable with this and he gets defensive. I think there is something to be said about that, because why are you getting so defensive about this, you know like, that mm-hmm. it kind of confirms to me, you know almost feelings, I, I, don't, I don't know like, if, if I had said that to my partner and he got really defensive about it um i'm not wanting to have a like a calm conversation i feel like that would even make me a bit more insecure and a bit more like you know questioning about this whole situation um Mm -hmm.
0: yeah i'm in two minds because i do kind of see how they could just be friends like i I i know people who are still friends with their ex and there's nothing going on there but for me it's just like once i'm once i'm out of a relationship it's just done and dusted like there's no need to be friends you know i i just don't think you know if he if you were such good friends in the first place like why did you get into a relationship do you know mm. what i mean like for me there's a line between that and i don't really cross it so yeah yeah i think i think just yeah speak to him about it and see what he says and his reaction is really going to be you got to go off what he does then really i agree So yeah,
1: no, I feel like that was a really good one, Um, and I feel like that advice will go for a lot of people out there who's been through a similar thing. It's just exes, like it's such a complicated topic because it's so dependent on your own like individual scenario. Yeah. Um, So yeah, definitely try and bear that in mind when you speak to them about it. Um, but yeah, wish you the best on that one. Um, let us know what he says about it as well. I feel like I'm quite quite invested in this one.
0: Me too.
1: Um, Yeah, email back if you have any updates.
0: I've got another one here. so dilemma number three i think this is going to be the last dilemma because these have been some long ones today Mm -hmm. but i'll dive right into it okay Hey, ladies. so I've been dating this amazing guy for a few months now, and everything's been going great. We have a lot of fun together, and he makes me laugh like no one else. But lately, I've been noticing that he's become quite distant and less communicative. Oh. communicative. It feels like he's pulling away, and it's making me feel insecure. I'm not really sure if I should address it directly or give him some space. Do I bring it up or just wait and see how things unfold, right? Okay?, so I think this is just fully about communication. yeah, um, a good quote that a lot of people probably live by is basically, "No message is a message." Yeah, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of that before, but basically, like you know if he's if he's making you feel a certain way, then it's quite likely that he's he is genuinely being distant like I remember when I was younger I used to doubt myself all the time I'd be going around in circles questioning myself Mm -hmm. like oh my god is he into me is he into me I don't know like it feels like he's distancing himself from me like is he speaking to other girls behind my back what's going on and if you're having those feelings he probably is like if he's making you feel that way he's probably just not that interested in you and like that sounds really horrible (laughs) but there's no other way of looking at it for me like from past experiences like if he wants you you'll know about it and it's the same goes with you you know for you to him as well like if you want him he'll know about it you'll make it clear you'll be putting your time and effort into him you won't be leaving him on read you won't be taking ages to reply Mm -hmm. to his messages you'll be fully giving him all your attention and I feel like if you're not getting that from him it's quite clear, and I think it comes with age as well. just being able to know when someone's not interested in you. like one thing about boys is they're very like apparent about things.
1: With girls, I feel like we could do things like that on purpose. Like we could pull back, say if someone says something to annoy us, like just all that general thing. If a boy doesn't want to talk to you, He won't like full stop. Like they're not going to try and be nice about it. Like us girls, like we would, we'll we'll try like kind of appease them. But when it comes to boys, if they don't like you, they're going to make that apparent. Like they're they're just not going to talk to you about it. There's there's no like intent behind it. It's just true. If they want to put the effort in, they will, and that's just full stop. So like what Mali said, it is it's really difficult to hear. But he's like that film. He's just not that into you. But if boys
0: (laughs) want to make an effort. They will and that's just that's just period to be fair, yeah. noticing that he's becoming distant and less communicative, like in other words, he's literally just leaving you on bread. Yeah, he's, he's pulling away, yeah he's pulling away. He's probably speaking to other people. it sounds horrible, but you know you're not together, you're dating, so mm-hmm. it's not at the stage of the relationship where there's any loyalty by the sounds of it, so. He's obviously, like, drawing back from this. Maybe he's found someone that he gets on with better. And that's not to say that you're not an amazing, like, Like, girl, going to be an amazing girlfriend to someone mm -hmm. one day. He's He's just not the one for you. He's just not the one for you. And I think he's making that clear, but not in a very... Like you said, he's not communicating it. He's giving you the signs, but he's not giving you the words. And yeah. I think part of being in the talking stage and dating and everything is just knowing what the signs are and just taking them at face value. Don't look into things too much and start questioning, oh, maybe he's busy, maybe he's this. No, if he's not communicating with you and he's not giving you the energy that you deserve, then go on to the next. Yeah. Time. Don't waste your time. There are people out there. You know,
1: you, there's no shortage of men that are going to treat you right out there. You just need to absolutely find them. And I feel like just this goes for the girls in general. We just need to stop settling for things like this because this is such a common thing. And it, it does really affect you. Like you, can't, you yeah. start to think, why isn't he reaching out? You know, and that's yeah. something that nobody should feel ever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you just need to get out there and maybe just, you know, kind of just, I, I would say kind of ghost him, but I feel like maybe yeah. giving, giving him like, a conversation about this. It, it I is.
0: Kind of I feel for me, you're dating. So I think back in the day, I would have addressed it directly, and to be honest, it never worked in my favor. Yeah. They always just make you think they delusional, yeah, and that no, no, I'm not. Doesn't I'm busy? They'll always come up with some excuse because they don't want to fully, you know, boys. They're not actually that evil. Like they won't say it to your face. I don't want to talk to you. Like they won't. They would rather. <laughs> I be... love
1: that. Boys aren't that
0: evil. <laughs> <laughs> mean I don't know if I agree but like they, yeah. they won't say it what I've learned is they won't say it directly to your face they won't directly communicate and say I'm sorry I don't feel like this is working but they also you know they won't have the decency to actually tell you how it yeah. is they will just be distant with you and yeah. hope that you read the signs and if you're not reading those signs then you know it's difficult for them because they're just they're just not good at communicating so yeah that, then then that... if you want to bring up fine but give yourself a two-week rule if he hasn't changed his behavior within those two weeks after apologizing and giving an excuse then that was just an excuse and it wasn't really anything that he meant you're the one that's questioning things you do need to put yourself first give
1: yourself space don't give him space like if anything he should be the one that's working for it in this whole situation yeah Um. so yeah I I do think that you genuinely just need to remove yourself from this situation um yeah that's what I would just say I just you just don't need this you really just don't need this whole situation so I agree yeah so you just need to go out go out, put some lashes on, go to the club, you'll find someone. I feel like what you need at this point you need like a confidence boost. you need a man to kind of show you that you are worth you know even just like attention. It's not a lot to ask. I just don't understand why they think mm-hmm. you know, bare minimum is acceptable. um I honestly feel like a girl set out would fix this um uh, for, yeah. for your for your ego for for just your own general like happiness you need you need a confidence boost. And mm-hmm. my advice is go go out and have a cocktail. Uh, yeah go to, go to the club
0: <laughs> and the thing is is if this was us as well like if we were both if I don't know how old this girl is but it sounds like she might be quite young possibly
1: Yeah. if yeah.
0: this was me I'd be bloody I'd be changing like I honestly know people right who would just fully post stories directed at him and that's <laughs> someone maybe me <laughs> like I would just be posting on my story like he may as well be tagged because it's for him. Like you're gonna see that I'm out here having a good time without you. Like I don't care. Stop I don't care so much, but like I don't care. <laughs>
1: yeah, start putting those quotes out on your Instagram story. You know, <laughs> oh let <my> him know. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Not
0: the quotes. Not oh the quotes. God. That's when you know it's just stupid. Like, know, why are we literally. posting quotes at this boy? It doesn't even read. Like, he can't. I even know. Look. And the most embarrassing
1: thing is but when they don't even like view them. That is. It's only like, view the story in the face.
0: <laughs> you remove everyone else from the story for him to see and he doesn't even view it
1: 23 hours and you're literally crying
0: <laughs> oh my god just go out with your friends and have a good time and if you need to post some indirect snapchat stories about him then i think that i think that's honestly healthy and that's healing so i do i totally agree yeah Okay, that pretty much wraps up. Wraps up. That <laughs> pretty much wraps up the dilemmas. I think we've got um, a little trending topic that we want to talk about. I mean, to be honest, I don't really necessarily want to call it a trending topic because I feel like it's quite a serious, one, isn't it, Sadie? <sighs> Ocean Gate. The amount sorry. of mixed,
1: you know, opinions I have. I feel like it's really difficult to even have an opinion on this. I yeah. feel like, it's obviously, kind of what's happened. Um, for anybody who doesn't know which if you have been on the internet in the past you know week there's no way that you could have avoided this been on the news you know everything obviously the ocean gate submarine which was exploring the titanic um has unfortunately imploded and all five passengers who are on board have been killed which i feel like it's such a tragic story yeah Um, but there's (sighs) a hell of a lot of opinions out there about this situation you know
0: there is I feel like we were just literally all just enjoying the memes maybe not everyone but I was definitely like just laughing at the memes on TikTok and everything and then when I found out that it genuinely genuinely imploded it was like hang on a minute like I wasn't making the memes I was just viewing them on the yeah they were just on my for you page I wasn't you know choosing this life but yeah they they were all on the for you page right and then when they died it was like whoa I feel like we can't be joking Mm -hmm. about dead people at this point like I, I actually genuinely watched so many videos about the science behind it and everything and yes. i think the genuine scientists that were knew about like you know the ocean and yeah. submarines and everything they knew straight away as soon as it went missing or lost communication i think they knew it was that, such an uh, ego
1: thing though i feel like obviously the ocean gate um I completely forgot his name the director um this whole situation happened because of his ego did you see that one of his oh. employees actually got fired for raising safety concerns about this like it's unbelievable no, I didn't um, see that. oh my god speaking of did you see the footage underwater of the debris field was, that, it? Real? was no, that real
0: no yeah it was
1: real but did you see the fa- yes that's what, what I, mean. I mean
0: the, the controller. controller the controller oh that my god that can't have been real I don't I think that was photoshopped was it I I don't see how a, a Logitech controller could could actually survive an it implosion when the human body couldn't
1: that's like, a good point actually I saw some videos about this but when I saw it yeah I feel to be fair I feel like if it was real I think that that would be all of the news like controllers survived I um... feel like Logitech
0: would be like you know the one <laughs> brand that's like that can that can literally survive an implosion Like that is the their
1: marketing for the whole year done now they yeah. never have to put out a post anymore because of that um, no
0: i think like to be honest, we're not really warranted to have opinion. Like we're not an expert. Yeah. We're not experts on this. Yeah. But I think all we've got to say really is like I think this kind of situation kind of shows like our generation and how they respond to things. Like yes, honest, it was just memes. Like I don't really think anyone cared. Like I saw a couple of comments where it was like, oh, you shouldn't really be joking about this and stuff. And yeah. It was like, yeah. I I do get where you're coming from. Like at the end of the day, it's just very hard to put yourself in the shoes of someone who paid two hundred and fifty thousand pounds to go down and see like the records of Titanic. Like I don't know if you've seen. It's not very relevant i don't know
1: if you've seen this comparison of this girl comparing how much two hundred pound is to a billionaire um so she worked it yeah. out that the average person's salary versus like an iced coffee and um, and she worked out how much these billionaires actually earn in a year and did the math and so this two hundred pound that would be the equivalent of two iced coffees to us to them because it would make that little difference of like to their That's income fair. Right. i'll definitely uh, link her tiktok below if i manage to find it again but it was just unbelievable you know the, the amount of wealth these people have um and i feel like i've gone through so many phases of opinions in this whole situation because it's been everywhere you know it's every tiktok you see um and i think it was quite tragic at first when um you first find out about it like you're kind of shocked mm-hmm. um and then i think you start thinking about what on earth is going down there like what are they what are they talking about like i saw i saw this one meme of this person saying imagine the first person to go to the bathroom down there like oh, my god, oh my god or like can you even imagine like what they're talking about
0: like the trauma dumping that they're doing down there like confessions like- apparently they lost communication about 1.45 hours into the journey
1: yeah
0: it weren't they hadn't even reached the wreckage of the titanic at that point yeah so they didn't even get to see that but basically the moment they lost communication was the moment it imploded and it's likely that they, wow. had, no, they had no idea that there was anything wrong That's so there was no there was no like trauma there was no like you know, sitting yes. there waiting to die. Like, there was nothing like that. So, I prefer you know, that. best case scenario for them, obviously, in terms of like what happened, because apparently, even if they had found them, they wouldn't have been able to bring the submarine back to the surface. Apparently, like no. they it, like, could. It, someone said it would have took an act of God to bring it from the 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 bottom of the ocean back up because of the water I pressure. Thought. I know that um,
1: one of the guys on there, he's quite famous for like breaking world records and really close with his family, and especially his son. And his son had this Instagram page um, where it's basically just photos of him and his dad, like supporting his dad, like Happy Father's Day. And it's just really sad, like imagining obviously what these families are going through. Um, yeah. And I saw something yesterday that did you see there was a 19-year-old on the submarine? Yeah. Um, did you know that his mum was actually supposed to go, but he wanted to go quite badly, and um, so she gave him the spot and can you just imagine the yeah. guilt that poor mum is feeling
0: yeah um, I mean I've um, seen so many yeah. stories because I saw the auntie come out and say that the 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 son really didn't want to go. go yeah I and then the too. thing that he really did and it's just like I don't know but I know yes I agree somebody like did a tiktok and described like what happens to the human body when that happens I saw and that the first thing I won't go into it but the first thing that basically happened is like the sound of it like completely kills your eardrums and then that makes you pass out so anything from there that that would have happened in a split second so anything from there like they wouldn't have any knowledge any feeling of it so I'm I'm just sorry to the families like you know I'm sorry to the family lives was lost on that it's such a tragic incident but it's honestly like I think it's made such big news just because of how unique the situation is like yeah, it's just a really sad story but yeah, I do think we should end it on such a sad story, so...
1: I know, I know, this is the first episode.
0: Okay, let's find something else. I can probably... Should we do... Should we do another question of the week and end it with a question of the week to, for everyone to go home and think about? Yeah, I feel like that's a very good idea.
1: Um So the question of the week is going to be would you date a WIT colleague at a new job? So... I feel like that one is going to be a bit I don't I don't know what people are going to say to that one it is difficult so we're going to leave that for next week That's um, and send, send all of your confessions into um what's the goss at gmail.com
0: and that gives you a chance to be featured on the episode amazing yeah thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode I hope you've all enjoyed I hope it's been juicy and you can relate to some of the confessions I feel like definitely some of those things can be taken away and
1: no I agree well we hope you'll all join us next week we very much look forward to making some more of these and yeah just send in your confessions what's the gmail.com and we'll be sure to answer them bye guys bye